Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, (laughs) Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. <laughs> okay, we are recording. Um, <clears throat> hey guys, welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Welcome back to another episode. It's been a while since we've done this. My name is Pablo. I'm joined by Caleb and Marsh. Um, this is our 100th episode, man. 100th spectacular. Welcome, guys. I'm Caleb. Karibuni to our 100. Yeah, it feels great to be back. It's been a, it's been a while since we did this. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think I think you guys can tell that the audio is slightly better. Although we have a problem, will hundred and first episode will be better. Um, today we're going to we're not going to talk about specifically about football, specifically about the NFL, the NBA, or F one. We're going to do a little bit of all of them, and um, hopefully this episode will be very interesting for you guys. But before we start, um, you guys should um subscribe to the Third World Perspective on. Apple Podcast, she should subscribe to the Third World Perspective on Spotify as well. Um, we're going to start basically with the talking point. Um, today is Sunday, obviously. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be maybe Monday and uh, or Tuesday. Um, Man United obviously won yesterday. Cristiano Ronaldo with a hat trick. Um, that's where we're going to start this episode. Sixty hat tricks, man. Um, obviously, I'm the only Cristiano Ronaldo fan here. And I'm sitting opposite guys that support and love Messi a lot. 60 hat tricks compared to Messi's 55 hat tricks. Um, is it time for people mm-hmm. to actually um, concede that Ronaldo is the greatest of all time? I think we'll start with Marsh on this one. He's among the greatest of all time, but he's not the greatest of all time. Personally, I don't... Okay, I'm a fan of Messi, but for me, my goat is Gaucho. Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah, that is my god. That is the greatest of all time player. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I would, I would have, I would have said that to be Caleb's answer rather than rather than Marsh's answer. Um, but it seems Marsh has another. Marsh has a different, um, great player in mind. Caleb, is it time for people to consider that Ronaldo is the greatest player of all time? Uh, no, not really. I think he's one of the greatest goal scorers, if not the greatest goal scorer of all time. I mean, that guy can score goals. Easy, right easy, easy, easy. I mean, 60 hat tricks. <laughs> Dude is 37 seals. But my goat is uh, the, the original Ronaldo. The fat Ronaldo. Yeah, man. Messi, <laughs> yeah, Messi, Messi fans actually, um, they just can't actually consider that Ronaldo is the greatest of all time. They've started to look decades back man so this is this is where we are at oh, but then I'm, I'm not a, a messy fanatic I, I i i i'm not a fan of either like fanatic of either i like the old ronaldo yeah um between real madrid and barcelona which team do you support <laughs> no comment <laughs> yeah as you can tell these guys are messy fans um obviously at the moment the conversation is tilting towards ronaldo and they just can't concede that ronaldo is, is the greatest of all time um but obviously 
Man United are, are at a shambles right now and they just went past Arsenal. Arsenal actually lost yesterday um, to Southampton. And we've not had an Arsenal fan on the podcast for a while. And we are blessed with one here. Um, before we talk about Chelsea, who actually played today. Um, Caleb, is there a chance that Arsenal actually finish in the top four? <laughs> Mash is already laughing. <laughs> At one point on the uh, during the the course of the season, uh, not not so long ago, about three games ago, three games ago, <laughs> I actually thought we were, we were going to catch Chelsea. That's what, that's how delusional I was because Chelsea had just lost and we had won. We had like three games in hand. <laughs> so I thought we were going to we were going to catch Chelsea, but three games later. My United is ahead of us. I think we're number six right now. Yeah. I don't know, but to be honest, realistically, I don't think so. Because uh, of the three teams that are competing for top four, we have the hardest or the most difficult running yeah. of all of them. So I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. 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 As well, Tottenham also lost yesterday. Although Tottenham are yeah. still fourth in fourth um on the table. It's just easy. Yeah, and obviously the fixtures are easier compared to Arsenal and Man United yeah. and the likes of West Ham. Obviously, Man United faced Liverpool on Tuesday. Um, Chelsea at the moment are set, man. That 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 bit we know. Yeah. But um, Marsh, do you think which team will finish the top four between Tottenham, Arsenal, and Man United? First off, Manchester United and Arsenal are both trash. <laughs> As usually said this. <laughs> I don't see any of them finishing the top four. I see Tottenham finishing the top four because Tottenham have, have had a, a, a recent good form. Mm-hmm. When you look at uh, Ken, and, Ken and Son, the, the duo, the perfect duo, mm-hmm. I, I see them finishing the top four. Yeah. I see Tottenham finishing the top four. Let me, let me just add something. I think it's going to be interesting because we have to play each other, all of us. Yeah, Arsenal has to play Spurs. Arsenal has to play Man United. United has to play Spurs. No, <laughs> we we played Spurs. Ronaldo what? scored a hat trick. Both fixtures. Yeah, both fixtures. Ronaldo, we, we beat them three oh, nil at the Tottenham. Has to play Chelsea. Yeah, Arsenal has to play Chelsea. But um, before we continue with the football talk, um, something happened, I think, in the previous month that has, that has been very um, talk-worthy. Marsh went viral on Twitter, man. Um, this bit, we have to talk about it with the third perspective. We have to address it. Um, yeah. If you guys are listening to the, to the podcast, man, Marsh went viral on Twitter and someone actually stole his tweet, man. Someone who is very famous, someone who is very popular. If you guys follow the football circles, you guys must have heard of Thogden. He's usually um, covering um, football on Sky Sports, on on, on YouTube. Um, he's a YouTuber. I think he has over, like, I'm not sure, like 600,000 subscribers. Um, stole Marsh's tweet, man. Obviously, Marsh's tweet got over 100,000 likes. Um, I think, how many, how many, how many retweets? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think got over something like twenty thousand um retweets and I think over five million impressions. Marsh went viral on Twitter, man. Obviously on, on, on the aftermath of the Will Smith Chris Rock fiasco, man. I think um the retweets it's seventeen thousand, seventeen and a half retweets, hundred and three likes, man. Our very own Marsh Manuel, man. Reaction hundred and three thousand. <laughs> Hundred and three thousand. Yeah, Marsh, how did you pull this off, man? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, tell the guys what went into the tweet. We need third one to 
to we need Tadwell to to go viral also. Yeah, as well, man. Yeah, because our social media is not the best. Yeah. Um, you guys should follow Tadwell Perspective on Twitter at Tadwell Pod. You guys should definitely follow Marsh on Twitter at Marsh underscore Manuel, man. Marsh, man, can you just tell us how did you how, how did this tweet come along, man? Come on. I did not take okay. I expected it to go viral, but I don't expect it to go that viral until uh, a big wig stealing my tweet yeah. the exact same words. Yeah, something uh, needs to apologize. Uh, yeah, the, the problem of being a small wig on Twitter is <laughs> you post something, then somebody who has a lot of followers yes, comes and steals the same yeah. post, gets the credit, you get like a million likes. Your, your your original your original thought there you're you're there with your ten likes, but <laughs> but you know I'm I'm happy you know I'm happy actually that uh, a big week told my tweet it means that yeah. uh, I can provide content yeah. to steal you know yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's that's what makes me happy yeah a hundred percent hundred percent how many followers did you get from the tweet yeah that's uh, about two hundred followers. <gasps> Nice. Yeah, man. You guys also follow my Twitter, man. I, I've no, I've never gotten two hundred followers in the space of a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You guys should also follow Caleb on Twitter. Caleb has six followers, man. And obviously, the six followers: Dalmas, Kevin, um, obviously the Third World Perspective account. I think Marsh and myself. So <laughs> basically, basically everyone has a Third World Perspective at this point. Um, yeah, basically, you guys, um, as well. Um, we posted our first video on YouTube. Um, it was the Abu Dhabi GP. Obviously, we recorded that while while the race was going on back in December. Yes. I think that is doing well. Over 150 views, I think, over something like 40 something likes. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Um, I also started my YouTube channel, man. Uh, obviously, I have these guys sitting in front of me on the channel as well. Um, at the moment, I'm sitting with like 130 subscribers over 200. Um, views over 230 views on the last video and it's 30 30 plus videos you guys should subscribe to youtube my youtube as well at maher abucheri um caleb caleb actually has some news man you're uploading something uh uploading what on youtube yes i will be uploading something maybe in a week's time i'm working on something interesting mm-hmm. uh so guys uh Look out for that. Could you, could you, could you give us a hint or clue of what? It's 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 uh, <laughs> it's something. Uh, I probably will, I'll have hints by midweek. I didn't want to talk about it, but <laughs> Pablo has ambushed me. But uh, yes, I'm working on something. I've been working on something uh, for the, at least a week now. Mm-hmm. So it's watch out. Yeah. Um. Will is, will this video involve me in any way? Oh, I can't tell right now. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, there, there's something going on behind the scenes. You guys should just basically yes. follow our social media pages because um, if Caleb does what I think he's going to do, I think I think there's going to be a problem, man. And um, oh, oh, yeah, let's 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 talk about something else, man. Um, yeah, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL. Um, obviously, we have the controversial topic of Brady and retiring. Brady is the greatest player of all time, um, probably the greatest athlete of all time in my eyes. Uh, a better athlete than Cristiano Ronaldo, and everyone knows that I'm a, I'm a diehard Ronaldo fan. Um, Brady retired, and then he decided to retire. Forty days later, I think it was six weeks between him announcing that he was retiring and um, him announcing that he was coming back. And funny thing is, Caleb was a was a Tampa Bay Buck fan. Um, 
while Brady was playing there. And immediately Brady said that he was retiring. Caleb said he was a, a San Francisco 49er. Um, we're here to settle it, man. Caleb, which team do you actually support in the NFL? I support Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Look, this, this, this is essentially what happened there. Yeah? Uh, the Bucs were knocked out unfairly because of injuries. To their key injuries, about injuries was part of the game. yeah, but six key players was it five or six? I think four. Yeah, four key players, key players, starters, and then there was that meltdown by another key player. So they were short about five players who are really yeah. Injury is among the four. Is he Brown? Yeah, yeah. Antonio. Yeah, Antonio okay. Brown. <clears throat> okay, okay, so, so so anyway, so that's what happened and uh because of that i had to support a, a team that was still going on in the in the playoffs so that was uh the san francisco 49ers who are then kicked out yeah. so i uh eventually ended up supporting the bengals who again, yeah, who uh, again kicked, out. kicked out so i'm back to the when when uh, that was probably the happiest moment <laughs> you know I, I felt when when tom brady and retired yeah. we are back for the ninth yeah. or the eighth Eighth ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you guys have had it, man. There you guys had it, have it, man. Um, Caleb is a Tampa Bay back fan. Yes. And um, Brady only has a year left on his contract, which is this 2022 season. So we don't know if he'll sign after the 2022 season. We don't know if he'll move on. We don't know if he'll retire after this season. Um, we'll see if Caleb support, continues, <laughs> continues to support them <laughs> after Brady leaves. Um. Yeah, and funny thing, like Caleb just said, obviously he supported the 49ers, they were knocked out. He supported the Bengals, they were knocked out. Basically, <laughs> supporting Caleb is is, is is not good for anyone, man. Caleb, 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 Caleb's teams always lose, man. This this is this is this is common, man. Caleb is an Arsenal fan. Caleb is an. Mash <laughs> is laughing. Caleb is a Miami Heat fan. Yeah, and obviously Miami as well. Um. I, let's see. Let's see how you guys play. Um, another thing that um, that I, I need to talk about regarding the NFL before we actually leave this short topic. Um, um, actually predicted that the Rams would win the Super Bowl. Yes. And if you guys can go back and listen to the episode, I did this episode with with El May. Um, back in August. Um, we did a prediction week and obviously I had the Bills playing the Rams in the in the Super Bowl and funny thing I don't feel like that was a bad prediction because yeah. the Bills could have gotten to the Super Bowl either way yeah, if, if, if the Bills so yeah you, you're, you're thinking if the Bills actually beat Kansas City they can actually take care of the Bengals because Kansas City unfolded in the second half of the FC Championship game and I expected the Bills to get the Super Bowl and I expected the, the Rams to actually win it um, so basically, you guys continue to listen to the third world perspective for more interesting takes, man. Um, okay, we are going to talk about um, Chelsea, man. Yeah, Marsh, <laughs> Marsh, uh, Marsh is here. We have to talk about Chelsea. Um, Chelsea are playing Crystal Palace today in the FA Cup final, in the FA Cup semi-final, and um, whoever wins that actually goes to face Liverpool um, in the final. Liverpool actually beat Man City in one of the most one-sided Liverpool-Man City games we've seen in recent 
times, I think. It, it was on Saturday in the first half. Liverpool Liverpool obviously thrashed Man City in the first half. Uh, yeah, obviously, let's let's speak about Chelsea, man. Um, Chelsea actually um got knocked out of the Champions League um by Real Madrid. Karim Benzema is a beast now. Karim Benzema is 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 a beast now. Uh, 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 basically, the best player in the world right now. Let's start with Caleb. Benzema. Benzema. Yes. I, I agree. 100%. 100%. But uh, 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 before Marsh say, talks about his beloved club, I actually, I was watching that game. Beloved club sounds like a <laughs> I was watching that game and I don't like Chelsea. But no one likes they, Chelsea. But the way they played that game, I supported them for that fixture. I mean, to come back and just go the way they, and then they just wasted my support by doing a stupid blunder in extra time. Yeah, like we said before, <laughs> Caleb is a Barcelona fan. I'm not a backup fan. No one has said that. Marsh, is Benzema the best player in the world? Uh, I can't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> Two legs! Two legs! <laughs> yeah, Benz, Benz has two hat-tricks in the Champions League this season, and both of them have actually come out in the knockout stages. Speaking from a Chelsea fan perspective, <laughs> That guy, that guy hurt us very much. Yeah. That guy, I still haven't recovered. I still haven't recovered. Yeah, you guys deep how how Marsh is speaking, man. Marsh is not enthusiastic about this at all. <laughs> yeah, how do, how do you think you guys play? Do you think you guys deserve to win the game and actually win the tie? Well, in the first leg, uh, we deserved to be whipped 5 nil. But in the second leg, we deserve to win that game. Because, you I see... Coming back at Banabeu, three yeah. 0 That's that's magic. Yeah. It it needs a great team like Chelsea okay, yeah. Yeah. to come back to Banabeu. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was somewhat optimistic we would win that game. I knew we would win that game in the Banabeu, but uh, but who is Benzema? Who is Karim Benzema? Man. I don't know. For some reason, I don't. But, uh, I don't. I I, I, I I blame that loss on on. Yeah, Thomas about. Tuchel, basically, because uh, in the second leg, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, how I could say this uh, because I've I've been ahead of this day, but anyway, <laughs> Timo Vana was our best player in that second leg. <laughs> that, that, Timo. Guy, that guy was our best player, but you know, you see, he he removed Timo Vana and brought in Pulisic. Pulisic does it just because Pulisic scored against Madrid last season in the Champions League, so uh, he, he could have. And then uh, down the left flank, Vinicius Junior. Oof. Yes. Who's your left back? Oof. No, right, right back. back. Right back, we had Rhys James. But he left uh, everything to Christensen. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never written Christensen. I've never written Christensen. Rhys James is the best right back in the, in the EPL. I'm not, I will not say in the world in the EPL. Mm-hmm. But uh, Vinicius and and Benzema, they're... Man, that that duo are different. They are different duo. Yeah. Better, better even than Son and Kane. They are yeah. very, they are a very good duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. better than Son and Kane in terms of one is more assisting and the other one is just like finishing and like the other one is in the best form of his life now. Do you think Vinicius uh, is the best Brazilian player right now? Um. I'm trying to think, <laughs> and it seems so. I think, I, th- I think, right now, in terms of form, there's Martinelli, Anthony, Fred, Fred Rodriguez, Fred, Fred Rodriguez is Fred at the moment. Okay, I'm talking about attackers. Fred, 
Fred, Fred has scored four goals in the Premier League. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you put him... Neymar scored a hat-trick uh, in his last game. Yeah, but in terms, we're, we're, we're talking about form. In terms, yeah, I think, form. I think, I think he's the best Brazilian player, Vinicius Junior. But obviously, he's up there with like. Anthony. Yeah, I think. Ajax. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, obviously, still, but Ajax obviously got kicked out of the Champions League as well by Benfica. But still, um, <laughs> still, I, I think, I think, I think, in terms of in terms of Ballon d'Or winning. I think Benz deserves the Ballon d'Or this season. Even if Madrid don't win Salah, the Champions Salah League. Salah really played well. Salah, Salah I, I really want half, an African too. The first half of the season. Yeah, he really Salah played well. But played since well. the turn of the year, I think the, the, the thing with Egypt, like Pablo has said, has really affected him. He's not performing at all right now, either in assists or goals. But I, I would have picked him to win the Ballon d'Or. But uh, I guess one thing with these players, you know, when when it's 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 really different how they play for like yeah domestic competition and for their international international duties. You see, they they give they usually give it all when they go to to play in the international, international level yeah. compared to the domestic level. So I think that's what has affected Salah. Yeah. Not being and you see the way money, money now is, yeah. is on form. Money, money right now, money right now is money, very happy. Yeah. He's, he's very comfortable. Uh, Marsh, let me ask you: Would you consider selling Salah for money right now, in in a fantasy? Yeah, in fantasy. fantasy. Well, come on, <laughs> the stats are there. Ah uh, no, no, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Really Why? Wouldn't. You still, you I still really think Salah Salah. will come and save yeah. you? <laughs> First of all, Salah, Salah is playing against Manchester United. <laughs> Next, <laughs> we also watch what he did at Old Trafford. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to him destroying Manchester United again. So please, Maguire. Salah, Salah, don't let me down, please. Is it Maguire? Oh no, it's Luke Shaw. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not going to win at Anfield. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is. I think, I think, I think it would be stupid for me to say that we are going to beat Liverpool at Anfield, especially now that they are chasing the title, and yeah, and obviously, um, they are obviously like, um, obviously like Caleb, Caleb obviously wants us to get to this topic soon, but um, the club um pep rivalry is big, and yes. obviously like since since the since the since the twenty nineteen twenty season. Um, no, since the 2018-2019 season where where Man City were, finished in... eight nine with obviously won the title with 98 points, Liverpool finished second with 97. Yeah, I think that rivalry has been in Germany. In Germany. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, um, there's that conversation as well. At the moment, there's only one point separating the two teams. And uh, for me, I think I think obviously there have been pundits saying that both all teams will win um, the remaining games. For me. I think I think Man City will drop points. I'm 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 not saying that best off of um last night's game where Liverpool actually beat Man City, but I'm I'm saying I'm saying this best off of I just think Liverpool are a better side now. I just think Liverpool are better than they have been throughout the yeah KDB's injury as well during the Champions League was was massive for them as well, and um the question that obviously Caleb wants us to ask man is the club pair rivalry man the best rivalry in premier league history marsh we'll start with you man because you're neutral uh, <laughs> well i think so i would think so mm-hmm. better than Sir alex and 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 wenger better better than mourinho and 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 rafa benitez 
Well, now when you when you bring those two, uh, <laughs> I would say I would, I would say the the Vanga and Ferguson is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's think great. I think I think for me, do you know the the, the best um rivalry in the in the in the Premier League? Yeah. The best rivalry in the Premier League has to be, I think, um, I'm going to say like somebody like Graham Porter, and and some other some other manager man because this conversation will not end we've had great rivalries in the in the premier league like i say graham porter and somebody like eddie howe maybe because brighton and newcastle maybe or maybe brighton and bournemouth when bournemouth are back in the premier league but this conversation will never end this this the, this rivalry is great now and there have been times where rivalries have been great but sir alex and wenger is something else wenger and uh... Ferguson completely. Of course, Ferguson got the better of Wenger, but I'm just saying the two of them dominated the. Can you say that again? <laughs> I'm not going to say that again. I'm sure you heard me. <laughs> but I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not sure these guys got you. Can you say that again? <laughs> uh, Ferguson dominated that. that All I'm saying, but this is my main point. Yeah. Forget about that side point. The two of them dominated the pre- Premier League for a very long time. I mean, it was either or, or Man United during that time. There was not, there's no one else. So, but I, I think Klopp and uh, what has surprised me the most is how good Klopp has been at Liverpool. Did you really expect him to be this good when he signed for Liverpool? I think, I think obviously that first season Liverpool are playing. Pep had a big yeah, Pep. Yeah, obviously, and Pep obviously Man City actually poured a lot of money yeah. into 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 his squad. And obviously they got rid of some players. Mangala is one to mention who was actually absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, some players were actually okay, uh, like average players like Kolarov. Um, you remember players like um, this guy is killing it in Sevilla now, Jesus Navas. Um, there have been a ton of players that actually Pep actually left, um, actually sold. David Silva. David Silva retired, but he went obviously. Is that Real Sociedad? Toure. Yeah, yeah, Toure, yeah, Toure as well. Um, but obviously Pep, there's been there's been that investment. But Klopp, obviously that first season, I think that first season they got he, he guided Liverpool to the Europa League, Europa final, Europa League final, and they got beat by Sevilla. Although they 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 were uh, they were one nil up at halftime, Daniel Sturridge scored for them. But no one expected Klopp to be this successful. Hey, Klopp, Klopp, Klopp is Klopp is something else. I think he's, it's only domestic cups that he hasn't won. I think, I think he hasn't won the FA and the EFL. And the, and the EFL. Oh, he won the EFL Cup against Chelsea. So the, the FA Cup is the only one that's, that's remaining. He hasn't won the EFL. He won the, he won the FL. FL Cup against us. Yeah. Just, yeah, just recently. Just recently, we, we played Liverpool in the final. Luis Diaz was, I think, was the man of the match in that game. That's how many, how many goals did Chelsea score that were disallowed? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> This this guy is who played that game, so it, it must be this season. In February, yes, it's this season. That that game, oh, okay. that game, that game, they 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 disallowed. I think I think I think three Chelsea goals were yeah, disallowed. Yeah, we, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, a, but 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 we are so there's a chance you we are we are, we are meeting them in the FA Cup. Yes, we are meeting them in the FA Final Cup. We are going to smash them. Yeah, Palace, man, Palace, Palace, Palace are coming, man. I have a score that today. I have a feeling Patrick Vieira will will actually uh, pull an upset today, man. I'm I'm Team Palace all the way. Um, Palace get to the final and get thrashed by Liverpool. That's uh, that's my prediction. The only the only player okay the, the only players are uh, I'm I'm worried about in today's game is I think I think Zaha and Olise. Yeah, 
those those two they've they've shown they've shown their quality in that yeah. in that game because I'm, I'm i'm super happy that galaga is not going to play against us because he's a, that, he's a player was... galaga i'm very Let me just take happy. the mic that was a travesty galaga, <laughs> galaga is, is is one of the best midfielders yeah. right now in that, the that's premier league that's why i'm very uh, confident we're going to win that game that was, because they don't have galaga <laughs> Um, Chelsea are up for sale. Um, Roman Abramovich was uh, is actually at this point um, forced air quotes forced to to sell to sell the club. Obviously, he, he's linked um, with Russia. And Caleb is always the controversial guy when it comes to politics, so we we'll let him take the mic first. Um, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of Chelsea? What's going on with Chelsea? Roman Abramovich. Obviously, there have been a few bids coming in. Um, obviously, Roman Abramovich was also sanctioned by the UK, the EU. Uh, what do you think of the entire situation and Chelsea not actually being allowed to spend anything? I think it's twenty thousand pounds that they're allowed to spend per match day, and no <clears throat> income coming in as well. I think that's the most hypocritical thing I've seen in in recent history. I mean, these guys. Do you want to tell me they didn't know he was linked to uh, Putin? When all these years, when he was giving people jobs in in London, renovating, uh, hiring, he was the first one to hire, I think, a female lead doctor or something. Yeah, helping helping during the pandemic. The the pandemic, uh, the stadium was given out for that particular purpose, uh, the NHS contributions. I mean, bringing massive players to England and promoting the Premier League. I mean, he has done a lot. I think for Abramovich, Chelsea was like a love, like a girlfriend or a wife, something that it's not a business. I don't think he has ever talked about the business side of, of that. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is a weird description calling Chelsea a girlfriend. True. It's true. But but I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Marsh I'm sure Marsh Marsh would say his relationship with Chelsea is similar as well. Girlfriend wife. What what do you think about Abramovich's relationship to Chelsea and if another owner were to come in, would he do the same things? Even if they were rich. Let, let me tell you one thing. Why is like, well, Chelsea has been successful over the years compared to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> one thing about Chelsea, one thing about because we had a very good owner, this guy gave yeah. it all when it comes to Chelsea. He, he, did not, he did not see this club as a business, a business compared yeah. to the Crankins and, uh, yeah. and, the, and, the lights, <laughs> and the likes of Glazers. <laughs> you see, this, this guy, this guy gave it all when it came to Chelsea. Yeah. So so with the, with the sanctions now, I I think I think the UK government is just man, it's hypocritical. Yeah, because because during the pandemic, we saw we saw Chelsea. Chelsea was was upfront in helping in helping in helping out yeah. during the COVID. It was it was during the 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 propaganda of the Super League. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Chelsea was among the first to to withdraw yeah. from the Super Chelsea League. Yeah, we were we were among the first people to withdraw from that league. So I I guess. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Caleb. The UK government is somehow is so hypocritical mm. when it comes to this case. Yeah, but but, uh, but you know, I'm I'm actually for me for me as a Chelsea fan, I'm actually happy because uh we we uh, like you can see we are, we are we are not underperforming. Mm. We have been performing at our top level in the previous games. Mm-hmm. So so this, this has, I, I don't think this okay as, as much as it has affected the way we are we are spending the uh the the. The money, uh, how how money is coming into the club? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we we, are, we have seen the players, the players really coming out and and really giving their quality performance, their top quality performance. Mm-hmm. They have they have not allowed this this thing to affect their performance. Yeah. So so I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. So basically, you're glad that Chelsea are actually this has not affected the team that much. So no. 
Yeah, yeah. No, no, it does not affect me. But uh, in terms of profits, well, yes, it does affect us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I think obviously on the like obviously you guys are saying it's hypocritical in the UK government, but obviously on the other side, people actually say that um people are dying in Ukraine, and obviously put obviously Abramovich um. Basically, he has ties with Putin, and obviously, we know we know his money has actually helped fund Putin's government, and maybe some of his money is actually being used to um, basically, basically um, hurt the people in Ukraine, basically displace them from their families. But and... we have seen, you know, you know, we we have seen like uh, he's he's on the upfront trying 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 to to bring to 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 negotiate yeah to negotiate peace peace treaties between Ukraine and Russia. And we also seen USA is not sanctioning. Why? Because you know, you know, you know, you know. If you sanction, you sanction somebody just because he has uh, relations, relations yeah. or ties to <laughs> to, to somebody to a dictator. No, <laughs> that's that's very hypocritical, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so so my question to you guys is: Do you think the UK government should not have allowed him in the country in the first place, or do you no. think they shouldn't have sanctioned him? I don't think they should have. Uh, I think sanctioning is okay but not to the extent that they did mm-hmm. i mean they should have just said okay uh they should have done first of all an investigation to see to what extent there is abramovich involved in putin's war mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. i don't think he was among the people that decided uh russia should go to war with ukraine mm-hmm. i don't think his businesses should suffer because of and you know and you know the, the fact the fact that uh roman abramovich said uh he should not receive any penny from the sale of the club you know that's exactly. that's just just no, that's loving <laughs> something. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, he he bought he bought the club, yeah. he bought the club at around two hundred million dollars or something, and now and now you have seen the the, the club debt, right the now. Debt that the, club the debt that the owes club him, owes him has over over one billion, over yeah. one billion. Yeah. You, you cannot find anywhere <laughs> an owner like that. You will never find it. You never, you never find it anywhere. So these sanctions, man, these sanctions. I think, and also, it's hypocritical because you remember there's a time also. Uh, Ozil was almost banned, and I think this is what led to Ozil being sold. The pressure from the Premier League. There's a time uh, Ozil was uh, the the Muslims in, in who, who grew Muslims, yeah, yeah, something, and it stood up for them. And it was it was Arsenal was being told not to pick him for games. Arsenal was banned uh, in uh, in China for a while. The Premier League was at stake, and so then something similar. And yeah, and yet they they they, have, they didn't. Do you think do you think that's what happened with Ozil? Do you think that's that's the main reason why he was so? Yes, that was uh, I think um, that was a a very a very big contributing factor to that. But I think the, the Premier League right now is is going towards the the political side. Yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, too much because uh, <laughs> like with Ozil now with Abramovich. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you should just focus on football, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I think obviously obviously. The, this conversation will go on, man. Yeah, like yeah. this conversation will go on. Obviously, sports and politics are in, are interlinked, and yeah. obviously, you can't mention um, Roman Abramovich without mentioning sports washing, which I think is something that he did with you guys, man. I think I think Roman Abramovich sports washed you guys. Obviously, Marsh is very passionate, man. Like, you can hear him speak. Marsh is very passionate about Chelsea and obviously loves Roman Abramovich. Um, basically, Marsh doesn't know Chelsea without Roman Abramovich. Um, obviously, Marsh was five years old when Abramovich bought the club. And Marsh, Marsh has been a supporter since he was like maybe 11, 12, 10 years. And um, I think I think it's, it's, something, it's something that will never end. 
Yeah, non, non, yeah, non neutrals. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true, man. Um, but basically, um, this has been the football side, and we're, we're going to talk about F1 NBA next. Um, so you guys, um, tune in still. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about F1, man. Yes. And um, yeah, a lot has happened over over the over the past three races. Yeah. Um, we've seen Ferrari actually become a monster. Yes. <laughs> so become a monster. And, and I, I'm, I'm, you, you guys might not know this, but I'm a, I'm a Mercedes. I'm, I'm a Mercedes enthusiast. I'm not a Mercedes fan. Mm-hmm. I, I I like Lewis, but I, I I'm a fan. I'm a fan oh, of Williams. Williams. I'm a yeah, fan of Williams. Williams, but I, I really like Lewis. So I, I have to support Mercedes by default. And obviously, George Russell was at Williams, and it makes a ton of sense to actually look at Mercedes of the bigger teams. And Mercedes is not at the best place, man. Obviously, you guys are happy now. This was the most uh, surprising thing that has happened in F1 in a in a while because mm-hmm. Ferrari has been trash for like four. I think six years. Almost six years. Yeah. yeah but since Seb left. Since exactly. Seb left, you guys have fallen off the rail the past like two years. Yeah. And then uh, while Seb was there, you guys were like maybe the third best team. Third best team. Yeah. And after a while, you've been like maybe the fourth best team. And at the moment, it seems like obviously you're, you're leading in the constructors. Yeah. You're leading, obviously, in terms of your drivers, then um, is leading the, the driver standings as yeah. well. Yeah. So I think. Uh, it's it's been it's been fun because um we've been we we've, we've had problems especially with the uh, car development mm-hmm. i think our vehicle has been car uh, car development at ferrari has been useless over the first 3 4 years because guys at mercedes and red bull have been making like big leaps mm-hmm. and then ferrari are just yeah. engine and then your engine so yeah, and, yeah, and then obviously you guys have always had, had issues with your car. Yeah. But you remember I told you this last season. I told you Ferrari will come back. I remember you, you every almost every single episode you were asking, are Ferrari ever going to come back? Are Ferrari <laughs> ever going to come back? And I told you like Ferrari is not a long way off. And yeah. obviously, like if you guys you guys should go back, you should go on YouTube and watch the last um video that we have up on the third world perspective. <laughs> this guy trolled Leclerc. <laughs> Like obviously, he said Leclerc doesn't deserve to to, to, play, race, to race in Formula One, yeah. and obviously, someone like Oscar Piastri won F2 should basically um, have a chance to race in F1. At the moment, Leclerc is leading the drivers' championship. Yeah. He, he has won two of the three races. I've never liked Leclerc. Leclerc is, um, is wow, a rich man. kid. Huh? Is a is <laughs> is like Mazepin. Mm-hmm. He's in F1 because of um, you know influence of the parents. He's yeah. not really. But, yeah, but, Maze, but he, at the moment, at the moment is not he's not fun. But yeah. Mazepin is not as talented as, as Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Leclerc is talented, but his the, the parents are also influential. Mm-hmm. And you could see that last season when when the car was really bad, he wasn't trying that much. Mm-hmm. But this season, because the car is very good, he's he's come out a lot. Yeah, I think, and, and I think he's he's doing he's improved his attitude. But I I still think I like Carlos Sainz more. Yeah, I, I but, yeah. As for me personally, I like Sainz better. Yeah. I like Sainz more. I think he's more like. I'll get down to business. Is more yeah. that type of driver, but the problem is, I think, I think Leclerc had an unlucky 2021 season. 
Um, obviously, he had Monaco where he, he was incredible at Monaco, obviously finished on pole, but basically could not just race, could not finish the race. And there was a, there was a problem there, and he was very unlucky not to the actually... Time, uh, they, they fucked up uh, a pit stop, I think, yeah, yeah. also. Is it in Monza? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think, I think the, the, I think Ferrari have just gotten gotten better, and I think at the moment, this it's it's all coming together for them. Obviously, signs not finishing um, in Australia was... Yeah was was massive for them obviously the constructors don't well. you feel like everything is aligning now perfectly because now ferrari is at the top like it should be like that's how they were no man, <laughs> no, man bro um uh, every, if, for me when everything aligns yeah lewis will be winning every race no no no, no. i think ferrari as a, as, as a as a manufacturer as a constructor should be should always be at the top i mean Giving the traditions of the I mean, founder and I mean, everything. Obviously, if you like motor racing. I mean, obviously, if you like the history part of it, you yeah. have to you have to uh, basically want Ferrari to be at the top. Yeah. But for me, I think I think the, I think innovation comes from the underdogs. Yes, yeah, true. And obviously, with time, as as companies, as basically constructors, like, like for example, in F one, get big. I think they get comfortable. Yeah. And obviously, Mercedes. Um, with the new regulations, they have hampered um, their chances of winning the constructors, and there's also that as well. Um, yeah. But let's let's quickly talk about Max, man, because the Red Bull Red Bull fans will actually kill us if we don't mention <laughs> Max in this spot. Um, Max has only finished one race, man, one out of the three races um, this and season, he won, and obviously he won that. He, <laughs> he, won. He, won, he won the race, obviously yeah. in Saudi Arabia, um, but. Basically, yeah, it was Saudi Arabia because the mm-hmm. person was Bahrain and, Bahrain, so and obviously know. Australia didn't finish. Australia, um, but again. obviously at the moment he's sitting sixth in the constructors in the in the driver's standings. Um obviously Lewis is sitting fifth. Are you are you at Russell I, Russell is actually second in the driver's yeah, standing, which is which is which is surprising. Yeah, I obviously finished in the podium on the podium in Australia. Um but are you surprised by what's going on with Max? And what do you think is happening with Red Bull? I'm not surprised by Max. I think, uh, I think it it really it drained him. It's not like Lewis where you win and then you come back, you're fired up to win again. I think you won, and because the battle was so intense, is relaxed a little bit. Mm. Also, at Red Bull, they don't have that same. And I think his battle with uh, they do have a rivalry with uh, Leclerc, but it's not the same as. It's it's almost friendlyish because they have known they have known each other since their cutting days. Their cutting days exactly. So it's it's not as intense as as it was with Louis. So I I don't think he's pushing it, Mm. but um, I think also the vehicle that they have is not uh, they're still experimenting a lot with the power unit. You remember also. They they parted ways with Honda. Yeah, Honda were building yeah. their engines. Yeah, no, yeah. At the, at the moment, they're just yeah, Red they're Bull. just Red Bull, and yeah. it's it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not. I don't think it's working for them. Yeah, I think for me, do you know do you know what my my theory on on Max is? Max is more of a hunter than than someone that that's being like someone that's running. Um, so like for example, last season, obviously Lewis, um, seven championships. That's yeah. mad, and Obviously, Max obviously wants to be in that conversation. So he was actually hunting Lewis. At the moment, Lewis is not that good. And yeah. Max is the one that's actually sitting on the throne right the now. Throne. So he's, he's, being hunted. he's being hunted. <laughs> I think I think I think he's more of a hunter more than the, the the guy that's being hunted. And as well, I think I think Red Bull Red Bull are in a situation where they recognize Max has the talent, but Max doesn't have the temper, temperament or yeah. leadership 
to actually um, lead an, a Formula One team, which I know so that, that I know that that, that that is not that is usually not talked about so much in F1, but that's a key issue. And same, same as Leclerc. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think, I think I think also same as coming Leclerc. from you know yeah. influential parents in the in the in racing community. Yeah, you're, so. yeah, you're basically Caleb has a thing against rich people. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb has all rich people. And he's an Ikonero billionaire, which which is which is funny. And and so for me, the thing I noticed this during the during the Saudi Arabian GP, and Max Max was actually Max was um, complaining to his to his engineer something along the lines of um, Leclerc maybe Leclerc maybe used the run or something like along yeah those lines. I remember that yeah. And and his engineer said you um, actually put your head down, let us do let our us job, do our mate. Job, yeah. And that like that like hit me because. Is is actually concerning himself with something that is not of his concern, and yeah. the way that his engineer actually spoke to him, um, it just reveals that obviously his engineers know that he's mature and some, and he needs to actually be corrected. He needs to actually be um, pounded. That, that we need he needs that maturity needs to be pounded out of him. Yeah. So that that was my thing. I, I think he's a weird kid. There's this thing he does these days, uh, when you're restarts after a safety car, mm. where it's just almost overtaking the guys in front of when he shouldn't, but he's just there, like, I don't know, something. Max yeah. is just, he doesn't care. I don't think he, he I, I cares about consequences. I don't think he cares about anyone. I don't think he cares about the drivers. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> what I don't like about him. He doesn't dress with integrity. I think no, the club like dresses I think he's, he's like a, he's like Vettel when he was younger. Like, yeah, but you see space, just go for it. Yeah, but 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 Seb, Seb would never um yeah. basically put another driver safety in jeopardy so but he did he did put Luis Luis's safety yeah, but, a couple of times yeah, and but, also Luis did the same to him yeah but it, <laughs> those are usually rare cases for in the 2020 season I could have pointed out like maybe eight situations where Max actually put someone maybe most likely Luis's yeah. safety in jeopardy yeah. and that's the beast that we had to talk about in the one man I hope this is 10 minutes man okay who wait 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 who do you think is going to win the 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 Formula One Championship. Yes, Ugh, that's easy, man. Leclerc, Leclerc is ahead. You know, um, I think, I think for me before before the season started, like before the season started, before even we actually got on the track in Bahrain, I would have said signs. I really would have said signs because I had a feel because Ferrari were 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 good in testing. Yeah, testing was fantastic. And, yeah, and and. Obviously, you amazing. had a feeling that Ferrari were actually coming back this season. But I would have said signs because I actually back him. I think he has the mentality. I think he has the talent. Uh, but him actually not finishing um, in Australia was, was, a, was a big miss. And I think Leclerc has outshined him the, the, uh, in all three races we've seen. So mm-hmm. I'll switch to Leclerc. I'm still going to go for signs because I don't think... Leclerc's mentality is not a winner's mentality. I think I, I'm gonna. I think I, I, I think some races, some races are going to go um Leclerc. So I think I think we'll, we'll see Leclerc. I think we'll we'll see him body His Monaco. Yeah, His obviously in Monaco. I think we'll body yeah. Monaco. I think obviously Monza is big. We might see a Ferrari one too. Um, some races like Silverstone. I think I think maybe Russell. Do you think finally? Do you think Lewis will be on the podium? Uh, at any point this season, yeah, he has been on the podium this season, and this guy is not at all what it was last season. He's been on the podium. He's been on the podium. He finished third in in the first race in Bahrain. No, he finished third in Bahrain. 
That's that, that's how that's how good Lewis uh, uh, is. had only one podium. No, he finished, he finished third in Bahrain. Saudi Arabia he finished tenth, and obviously this this time around he finished fourth. So, um, yeah, Lewis 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 has been on the podium, and and his guy is not at all any good. And we'll see, man, how how what Mercedes do with that car. But I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that he can finish in the top three in the standings because um, that's where he needs to be, man. And obviously, we need to get that eighth championship I think the, the because I think I think <laughs> he has signed a new contract with Mercedes. Um, we hope, hopefully hopefully he'll get that eighth championship because um, he's the greatest driver of all time. So. It's not the greatest driver of all time. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll cut from here because we'll not get to a solution. Next thing we're going to talk about is the NBA, and um, the playoffs are underway, and obviously Miami are in the playoffs. Obviously, we finished. Yeah, fast yeah, it's it's a shock that they are in the playoffs. <laughs> How did you guys finish? I never expected you guys to finish in the playoffs. Um, but how did you guys finish first in the East? Consistency, mm-hmm. and because of uh, this young guy called Tyler Hero, mm-hmm. he's been fantastic this season. I think he's been. Uh, did, you guys draft, be... did you guys draft Hero? Yeah, we drafted Hero mm-hmm. last year. It's a pick number, I think, seventeen. Twenty. Yes, yeah. he was a rookie last year. Yeah, did you draft him <laughs> along with patience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is the same draft class. Yeah. Um. I think. I think for as for me, no, it was actually picked you thirty Zuko. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure. But I'm hero, hero, hero. Fun. Obviously, is a super. Is a is an up and coming superstar in the NBA. Yes. Um. Yeah. As for me, um. Obviously, I have the Sixers facing um the Raptors, and obviously they just won Game One of the series, um against the Raptors. Tyrese Maxey is a revelation for the Sixers, and obviously we can't mention the Sixers without mentioning the Ben Simmons, John Hart, James Harden trade. Um, obviously, I, I, I really wish that Dalmas was here because this is something that he's very interested in. This is something that he's an expert in. Um, but obviously, we've been talking about this every single episode we do about the NBA. We're talking about this possible trade between Simmons and James Harden. Yeah, and um, Harden. I actually said I think the, the the previous week that he that he has nothing to prove, which a lot of people didn't agree with. Um, is there a pressure for Philly to actually win a ring? It's been yes, it's been I think twenty I think thirty nine years since Philly won the won a ring. There's pressure because of James Harden, mm-hmm. because Embiid now has help. Yeah. You know, before it was Embiid maybe and Ben and Ben wasn't that good sometimes, but uh, James Harden is legit. And if you guys don't win this time, I don't think you have another chance. Yeah, do you think what what chance would you give um, the Sixers to win the championship this season? Pretty good. Yeah, I I wouldn't give us a chance, man. Like honestly, like obviously the competition not only in the East but competition from the West as well because in the West you have the Suns. There's no competition in the East. There's competition only, in the East. It's only man. Miami. Obviously, obviously Celtic are, are, oh, play, are playing yes, 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 the, the Nets. Obviously, Celtics. the Celtics are playing the Nets, and hopefully, hopefully, the, hopefully, Celtics get beat, man. Because um, I'm always happy when <laughs> Dalmas is sad, and this is the, hopefully, hopefully, I, I, this I, I don't happens. think Celtics will lose to the to the Nets. I'm think, a, I'm a KD fan, but the team is just yeah has no defense. Yeah, Caleb Caleb has a theory that Ramadan will actually affect Kyrie's performance. Yes, 
can you can you explain because as a muslim think, i'm very offended yeah look <laughs> this is not football you see football for players like uh, salah and mane you can Kulibali, take Bali, yeah, those guys Kuyate, you can take Kofana. okay these we, guys are great we, man during we, ramadan we as get well. it that you know your, your muslim guys, friends these guys have <laughs> <laughs> have not even mentioned chelsea in the football episode <laughs> <laughs> So we get it that uh, you know your Muslim friends, but uh, uh, what I want to say is this, yeah, you know, in football, like <laughs> in football, you can actually pick times to run and pick times to relax and, you know, during the course of the game, but in the NBA, you can't do that. You go, you attack defense, attack defense. So I'm wondering how Kyrie... Is going to do it think, without drinking water. I think I think I think in a in a forty-eight minute game, I'm hundred percent sure that Kyrie can play over an half an hour. I'm hundred percent sure that he can play thirty over thirty minutes without drinking water or, or any fluids. And he's he is he is one of the and, most and professional. Sure he's one of the most professional. It won't affect his performance. I'm sure it won't affect his performance. He's one of the most professional players in the in the in the league. True. Um, I'm shocked that this is even a conversation. Obviously, it's not a conversation in mainstream media, but it's, an, it's a conversation that Caleb actually brought up, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is which is funny. Obviously, the conversation um, regarding career has always been his vaccination yeah, um, status. status yeah. And mm-hmm. now it seems like he, he can play the playoffs, uh, even in New yeah, York in as New well. York. The mandate was, yeah, was uh, yeah. Obviously, um, there's there's also um, politics behind there. I think the owner of the New York Yankees, I think, had something to do with that vaccination ban actually being lifted. Obviously, it seems like he has he has some influence over New York politicians, and this is why Kyrie is playing. Um, there's an entire thread from Joe Pompliano. You guys should follow him on Twitter. Joe Pompliano is actually the reason why we're recording. On on the uh, on using a mic now, man. Like this is this is shout out to Joe Pompliano. Yeah, we'll do a proper shout out when we get to the hundred and first episode. Wait, but Joe guy, Pompliano, Joe Pompliano is the reason why why we have everything that we have on this pod, man. Is that guy? Yeah, you yeah you guys actually yeah oh, okay. for real it's him. You guys you guys actually um that's awesome. Liked shout man out, retweeted shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe Pompliano, man. He's the reason why we're doing great. Okay. Shout out to you guys as well for listening, man, because you guys actually um basically shouted out shouted him out on on the tweet and that's why he actually for you guys that don't know joe actually gave us 500 dollars man to buy everything that we need on the podcast man and this is this is why the podcast is actually getting better this is why we're coming back man because the, the equipment is here man we've been waiting two months and now now that we're here ebay ship it from ebay no we shipped it from i think jumia oh, okay. yeah jumia jumia is international do you know jumia is listed in the nyse new york stock exchange for real, for I real, that. for real is um, an, an African company listed on the New York Stock Exchange. I think their stock trades for something Nigerians. like fifty dollars or something. Nigerians. Yeah, Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, but so back to playoffs. Back, back to the back to the NBA. Do, who do you think? Who do you think will win the East? Because I have, I have, I have, a, I have a theory that um the Sixers will not get past the next round. Uh, it's between the Heat and the Celtics. Whoever will win that matchup will win the East. I think Celtics are just too good this year. <laughs> I think for me, because um, obviously KD said the other, the other day that he doesn't expect um, Simmons to play at all um, this season. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so they they are banking on 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 Sims actually um, coming back next season. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be healthy. Um, but for me, 
I, I, I just think, I'm, I'm obviously Celtics are, are a different beast, and Marcus Smart is is incredible right now. Defensive and player of the year. Yeah, defensive player of the year, and obviously Jason Tatum is incredible as well right now. But yeah, obviously I think Tatum has had a few fifty plus points nah, games. A... Yeah, he's 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 he's, 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 he's gone he's, to God mode. I think I think I think. Whoever wins the the Suns the the Nets and Celtics series, I think wins the East. I'm I'm, I'm not confident mm. with Miami. Obviously, Caleb, Caleb has to be Miami. No, no, no. But Miami has been the most consistent team I in know, NBA. But but during the regular season, the yeah. playoffs is a different beast. But you, we own the playoffs, man. You know that. Not always, especially not in the past. But everybody six has years. everybody is healthy now. Yeah, every, yeah we're, we're, obviously, I'm I'm not. Caleb is bullish on Miami. Maybe they get to the conference finals. Maybe, um, but obviously, we're obviously, obviously, the Hawks, man, the Hawks are incredible as well. We're, we're actually, round one, uh, Miami is going against the Hawks. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys. Pony, it's a sweep. Oh, oh. Do you know? Easy. Do, do... I can't remember the team, but it was a plane. Oh, a play. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, a long I think, time. I think, the I think, playoffs. I think, I think it, was, it was something that the Hawks actually needed to prove. To win in order yeah, to, to get to into get the playoffs. playoffs yeah. yeah. So they they got the eighth seed. So now they're facing Miami. Yeah. We are playing today at uh, 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. I think it's watchable. I'm going, I'm going to watch it. I yes. Think 8 p.m. 8 p.m. is tough. And then, uh, which, is, which is something the, along the, the lines game of, of is 1 at, uh, is at 10. Is it 11 or 10 today again? PM. Which game? Brooklyn and, and yeah, I, yeah. I think I think I think I'll watch all of them. Uh, I I'm not, I'm not I'm not sure <laughs> if I can stay up until one watching watching the NBA. Um, if I'll get time, I'll watch the I'll watch maybe the, the second half of the Hawks game. But I actually don't care, man. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually, actually, don't care that much about these teams. Um, uh, what about the the West? The West. Um, the West. It, the West. Today. The West obviously depends on on Steph Curry's health and. Basically, what the Suns and the Jazz have to say about um, basically what goes on in the playoffs, um, because obviously we know the Jazz can get hot, and obviously the Suns are a different menace. Um, the Suns are actually the top seed in the West, so it's it's yeah. difficult it's difficult to overlook the Phoenix Suns. Um, but JSW, it all depends if if Steph is is healthy enough. Obviously, Clay is back, and Clay is I think at we'll say eighty percent. Yeah. Because he's he's starting to perform really well. I think really he has. Well, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think he's. Catching, yeah. yeah, I think he has something like twenty something points per game now. Yeah. Um, it for just W it banks on Steph on Steph's health. Um, the Suns and the Jazz, it depends. Uh, West started their playoffs today, and um, uh, I think the 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 Jazz won their game one. Yeah, Timberwolves. That was the biggest surprise. Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies have been one of the best teams in the NBA this year. Yeah, I think I think I think um I think obviously Memphis, Memphis, Memphis are, 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 are an up and coming team, but Memphis, Memphis are, are an I think a regular season team. I don't think they're good enough yeah, to, to perform yeah, in the their playoffs. Mentality yet, in the but playoffs. I don't, yeah, yeah, obviously, also, obviously they have up and coming stars, um Ja, obviously. But we'll see, man. What do you think of uh, the Mavericks? Luka Doncic is Dallas, not playing. Yeah, Doncic, Doncic's health will, will, will hamper them, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's, think, that's, yeah. that's a one-man team. They might even be swept by Jazz. 
yeah, if Doncic doesn't yeah, come but, back. Yeah, but but it seems Dallas are actually playing good defense. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, obviously, without without the offensive mind of of Luca, so, they have they have they have to play good defense. Yeah, it depends. Win again. It, yeah, for me, it depends if the Jazz get hurt. If the Jazz get hurt, and, and who do you think will win the Suns? The West. The West. Mm-hmm. Phoenix. I'm banking on the Suns. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I'm banking on the Suns because I'll take you with that. I think I think the Suns for me, too I think, good. Yeah, I think just W gets the conference finals. Uh, obviously, yeah. Steph played a little bit. Um, but I think I think yeah, Suns are just. I think I think the Suns the Suns are incredible. Magic. Yeah, um, that's that, that has been the episode, man. Hopefully, hopefully, um, you guys have enjoyed the episode. If you guys have enjoyed the episode, man, we're going to send you to our social medias, man. Marsh's social media is at marsh underscore manuel on Twitter, at marsh dot manuel on Instagram. Um, when is your next viral tweet coming? <laughs> Watch out for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, if you guys have been following my YouTube. Marsh actually say that he'll open a YouTube channel if the general questions video that we released gets 250 likes. Um, at the moment, it's something like 56 likes. Um, Marsh, man, when is your YouTube channel coming? Well, like I said, when you hit the 250 likes, <laughs> you guys, you guys go and smash the like button. Third perspective on YouTube. Yeah, the third world perspective as well is on YouTube. Um, follow the third world perspective on Instagram at three RD World Perspective. That Instagram account is dead, but it will revive it. Um, follow the third world perspective on Twitter at third world pod. Follow the third world perspective on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, we have yeah. like forty-four subscribers. Um, subscribe. We're trying to get to fifty subscribers, man. Fifty subscribers. I think you guys can do that. Go and follow the third world perspective on. YouTube. Uh, I think we'll have we'll have the video for, for this episode up really soon. And um, Caleb, your social media handles text Caleb everywhere. Yes, at text Caleb uh, on uh, on Twitter. At text Caleb on uh, Instagram. Yeah. When is the first YouTube video coming up? Uh, I'm still ironing out a few issues. Maybe content copyright with some people who may feel that what I'm doing is will target them and their new religion. But uh, once I'm <laughs> once I've worked that out, uh, my video will be dropping. Like I said, in a week's time. Yeah, you guys, you guys block Caleb everywhere on social media. Um, he's not someone worth following. You guys should not follow Caleb at all. Um, this has been the third world perspective. Um, hopefully, we get to see Kevin and Dalmas very soon. Um, and shout out to you guys for listening to the podcast as well. Um, subscribe to the podcast on, the, on Spotify. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you guys in the next one. This has been the 100th episode. Share it, man. Let's get our 100 plays in 24 hours. Yeah, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> share, share, share.